Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of the Free People Move podcast by Teleport. And today we've got another longer one for you guys because I had a chat with Peter Kenty recently, who is a place brander and marketer, author of the Eindhoven 365 project, which is, in my humble personal opinion, one of the coolest city branding projects out there. And also the guy who just likes Estonia so much that he rolled in last year and offered us a branding idea out of nowhere that everyone actually ended up loving. So I hope you have fun listening and talk to you soon. Hi, Peter. Hi. How are you doing? Um, We're really doing fine. It's good weather here, though a bit chilly here in Eindhoven. (laughs) Okay, that's awesome. So we probably have a lot of Estonian listeners who already probably know who you are, but for those people who don't, can you just tell me real quick who you are and what have you been doing with your life so far? And I'm Peter Kenty. I'm uh, already 56 years old. Uh, I'm born and raised and work in Eindhoven in the Netherlands. And my job is that I'm responsible for the uh, what we call in Eindhoven city marketing, or other people call place branding. Uh, of our municipality, um, which is a, I could say, a rather small municipality of 227,000 people in a region of, let's say, a quarter of a million uh, people. And I'm trained as a, as a designer, actually, and, uh, and marketeer. And I have you know, lots of experience with uh, building brands. So you said you're actually a designer. So how did you get to this uh place branding topic what what brought you there you know, it's been i think a bit story of my life i i i have a real big fondness for really complex multifaceted multi-stakeholder projects so i don't see this as a job i see it as a project as a, let's say project eindhoven um, and before this i was responsible for the marketing and media uh, of a football club uh, soccer club as we call it in in, in europe uh, called psv eindhoven and these kinds of brands, they're really tough brands because they're really old. They're between, let's say, PSV was 100 years old, CD is over 700 years old. And, and these kind of brands, they, they are owned by everybody. And so a place branding exercise, uh, I think, is a really challenging uh, job. And before that, I worked more in advertising, commerce, uh, in digital I worked at a search engine company here in the Netherlands, and and I was for a few years responsible for the uh, identity online of uh, Philips Electronics. So I have a really multifaceted uh, history. So I think in a city or in a place, all these things are uh, being combined. Right. So if we start out with the basics, basics of place branding, which is the main topic we want to talk about in this podcast, then what is a brand? Yeah, nothing from the theory. The brand is is for is image. It's how how you're perceived by by your citizens or by your visitors or by your people that you really want to be you, that visit you or want to start business with, uh, in your surroundings. So I think a brand is something that yeah is a lot more than let's say logo or slogan. It, it's much more uh, an identity and that has been formed in someone's head and that you really want to sometimes need to uh, um, um, adapt or change or, or, or let it evolve. Right. Well, my next question was going to be, why does a place even need a brand? But you kind of responded to that already. No, so. I think, 
Yeah, I could say in Eindhoven had a, had a, has a real has a history with its place brand. It, it, it never did really did any place branding. It was always like there, and and but we had a really rocky past here in our city. So we had a, a major crisis when Philips Electronics got into a big problem, and they were once world's largest company with four hundred thousand employees, uh, of of whom a, a large number was uh, of course in Eindhoven area where they originated. And in the period of between 19, let's say 89 and 1994, uh, one in three people here lost their jobs. So that, that's that's a severe. Huh? There were 35,000 jobs lost in a, in a very short period of time. Uh, then people got man, up on their feet again. Uh, things went better huh? by focus very much on 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 tech on on uh, industry. And then uh, we had Lehman Brothers in 2008, which was already again uh, heartfelt uh, that that economic period. And then Eindhoven uh, mayor said at a certain moment, so so we really have an issue. Huh? So we have to, for our community, we have to attract talent, huh? so design talent and especially engineering talent. Yeah? We want to have the, the the best engineers in the world, and that they don't go to Munich or Aachen or to Ingolstadt or to Silicon Valley, but we want them to go to Eindhoven. And then you really have to make yourself known. If nobody knows that you're there, uh, you, you really have, a, have an issue because the city is in many, uh, from my experiences, always, the, let's say, in the awareness phase, the number one. And after the city, you'll find out there's an ecosystem yeah, or there's a huge industry uh, complex, but the city kind of rings a bell. So yeah, we re- very deliberately started place branding to make our city known for specific target audiences. So no, for not for self-esteem, not for pride, and there were kind of ben- beneficiary side effects, but very much focused on attracting talent. That's why we started place branding. Right. So you mentioned earlier as well that a brand isn't just a logo or a slogan. So what are the components of place branding and what does a good place brand consist of? Yeah, I think, like I said, the brand is, is, is more an, an image in, in someone's mind. And if if that image of Eindhoven is either unknown or maybe on a different level eh, than you want it to be, eh, that you're only associated with football, for example, eh, or for a brand that's gone or a brand that's being diminished, eh, which you also have in some cases. Um, so uh, I think uh, tools are really uh, necessary. Huh? You think if if a logo or a slogan uh, does help you, uh, p- please use it. Huh? Why 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 should you upfront kind of say don't? Uh, but you really have to create kind of some generic story that people understand, but also a story that's that's distinctive huh? and that's that's can only be uh, attributed to uh, to your place. And that's what, what we did. We, we we very much then delved into the, the mentality of Eindhoven. Huh? Like, why are these things that are happening here, um, uh, uh, happening here, you could say? Huh? Because we're now doing really, really well economically. We know the second econ- economy of the Netherlands uh, with huge turnovers, with, with fantastic companies uh, in high tech. Um, so we really liked it to, uh, to, to keep it uh, like uh, like that. So for us, it was really important to tell this kind of story that there's this one place. If you're an engineer, you don't go to Silicon Valley and you don't go to Elon Musk, eh? although it's very tempting. But if you're an, an engineer, you go to ASML. And ASML is a company you probably never heard of. And they only have a few clients, but they are the company that makes the machines that makes the microprocessors. 
And so the whole famous law of more is, is for, they say, for 90% uh, dictated by uh, Eindhoven area. And if ASML stops developing, um, Apple will never make an, an iPhone uh, 10 because it has the same processor as the 8 and the 9. So it's really quite interesting that for, for quite a small community can have such an impact on, on tech. Um, but a few years ago, uh, yeah, nobody is aware of you. So, so I think this whole process of getting into this short list of, of companies, talents, businesses. Um, so you have to make people curious about your, your place. That's, that's the, the strategy that we followed, make people curious. Right, so the story that people can relate to, which you mentioned, is, is that kind of the first step that you have to do? So say you have a blank slate right now and you need to build a brand for a place, what's the first thing you do? Is it that story or what is it? No, I think if it's sometimes a lot of lot of things in life are just like military, yeah? you know, strategy, tactics, operation. So that's bit that we we follow the same process. Um, so we started actually with a really huge research, yeah? like on who are we, uh, where where do we come from, what are our assets, what are our our let's say uh, discrepancies or negative parts. Um, we really delved into our mentality, eh? like like what I said. Why why are things happening here in this town on such a scale? Um, and we ended up um, maybe strange with with a formula. Um, I'm not saying that the formula is the way f- for other cities to uh, to go forward, but it, it really well helped us. And the formula was that we found out that there's a lot of uh, unconventional thinking here, which is quite log- logical you can, because we have so much designers here. I think we have over two hundred thousand designers at our Dutch Design Week. But we also have a huge tech community. And what we find out is that there are only two or three places in the whole world that have this situation, that you have a combination of designers and technicians. Because usually a city uh, tends towards one or the other. But there are a few cities like uh, Helsinki, uh, but also like San Francisco, that have both. Uh, so you, you, you need the Wozniak and you need the jobs. Uh, you can't do without um, so this combination of, of creativity, uh, uh, free creativity, and more the, the tech savviness, uh, that's where real innovation, real, real, uh, because the crossover of those two really creates innovation. That's what our, our strong belief. So another asset of our formula is collaboration. Uh, because we had all these bad times, people here are really, really confident in, in sharing, in telling to somebody else, hey, I've got this great idea, huh? look, look here. So we don't have this mentality of uh, hiding stuff or keeping it uh, to yourself, but a, a very much a mentality of uh, we can do it together. And then together, in the end, we will see who gets the real share. And yeah, if you could say you combine unconventional thinking and, and the collaboration part, you create a lot of energy. So energy, in the end, was the, the, the brand part that we use as a, as a one word, you could say. And that's also what we visualized. Right. So I'm going to put in a quick question about teleport. So as you probably know, we're very data oriented when it mm-hmm. comes to presenting cities and giving people information about cities. Mm-hmm. Do you think this, this kind of hard data and hard information plays an important part in city branding as well um, among all of the kind of emotion and, and feel of it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it, uh, actually, I... I almost begged uh, Stan uh, to to let us in on on uh, teleport because in uh, initially we were not in on the list as a city. Yeah? So please please rank us uh, because we are uh, we end up on on lists in Forbes and Fortune as as number one in 
uh, let's say most uh, digital uh, city uh, uh, with with uh, most uh, because we have the highest patent density in the world. Uh, so uh, that's really a unique fact. And we're not in teleport. Huh? How is this possible? Because for teleport is for us uh, extremely important because it's, you could say, all our target audiences, uh, all these engineers, creative people, innovative people that, that have this kind of nomad feeling eh, that, that want to, like me, go for really great projects. Um, it's really tough to, uh, to address those people. And, um, and what we learned from our experience is that, that if you get on their shortlist, um, they they will uh, sense you know say they 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 will rate you right? like like uh, what is the cost of living and what is the how is it complex how do we get the kids at school is there an international school uh, all these kind of things which for us are really difficult to commun- communicate um, if we are in a good way in in teleport.org um, you're a fantastic ambassador uh, let's say for our cause so that's yeah I think it's 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 of high, really high importance to uh, um, to get in, and my comment on teleport is that's also what I told Stan and uh, and Christian, is it? But you have to uh, add more more let's say warmth and and visual appeal to the to the data of a city. And so maybe you could make kind of a an in between kind of report that is not just the data, but also more the the visualization of what what's this community look like and what are the things happening there. All right, just a side note for everyone. Um, Eindhoven is now on Teleport, so yeah, yeah. go check it out. Um, Peter asked nicely, and of course we added it. So if you want to see what it's like, go go have a look on Teleport Cities. Right, so you mentioned earlier that you start out by talking to people to figure out who we are and what we want and all of that. So do you think it's equally important what locals think of your branding idea and what foreigners think of it, or is one slightly more important than the other, or how is that balance like? Well, I think it's all complementary. So, so I think if in, in our case, yeah, if the branding, if you mean the visual identity, yeah, for example, if 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 you only tell your stories, yeah, you don't have a, a logo included. Yeah? It's more like who you are and, and how you're saying things. And so, for example, also tone of voice is for us also part of the brand. Yeah? How do you say say what you say? Uh, I think you really have to do that well, but in the end, you have to tell the story internationally. It, it, it you have to reach out to to influencers. Huh? You have to reach out to certain kind of media that write about tech or that write about uh, innovation, um, and that can be uh, utterly influential in the choice of uh, let's say of those people maybe coming or investing in in Eindhoven. So for for us, uh, a tech crunch uh, the. Uh, the wallpapers, the monocles, the the Wired magazines, uh, the New York Times, the Guardian. Th- those are the 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 uh, let's say the media and, and a lot of online uh, sites as well. Some of them you've never heard of, but they are, if they're the number one website in Photonica, we really want to get our story about our Photonica uh, specialism uh, on those sites. And then you could say logo or or uh, visuals are not included. Eh? It's it's more the story of this this one place. Yeah, which is the number one for photonics. Yeah, you really should go there. Um, on a branding level, uh, in your citizens, for example, then the visual part is is much more important yeah, because they really have to relate to it. Because the, the whole, the, the, the real world situation, if, if somebody gets interested in, in Eindhoven, in the end, he, he'll never will go for the city as, a, as, a, as an end rule, you could say. 
And so if Eindhoven is interesting, it's not because of the city, it's because of the university, or it's because of uh, a company like Philips or ASML or uh, NXP, uh, because those companies, uh, that's in the end where the, the, the talent will end up with. And the city is more the livability part uh, or the, the area where he'll have to deal with uh, after six o'clock uh, when, when work stops. So it's, it's then a different role. But in this first awareness phase, it's more this feel, what is this city? Where does it stand for? So this mentality part, I think, is, is the most important part of the brand and not to look and feel. And the citizens have to be the ambassadors because if somebody comes from Bangalore to Eindhoven and starts his future here and brings the, the wife, because usually the, the engineer is, is, is the guy that gets the job, but also then the wife is really well, well, well trained. So in Eindhoven, there's an initiative started called Expat Spouses Initiative. And that's already, I think, more than 9,000 uh, partners uh, of expats who also are really well educated, uh, well, well, great diplomas, great trades and tools. And they have kind of united and they also offer their services uh, uh, in media, in marketing to our community uh, to, to get integrated uh, and to get active in uh, in, in our in our community and I think that's that's equally as important as attracting the talent is also taking care of the spouses and uh, taking care of the family and the children well, that's pretty amazing I don't think I've ever um, do you know any other places who have a similar initiative no I, I know for me I think it's it's really really a unique thing and it's actually set up by an Indian lady and a German lady who together said look look we have all these great uh, education ourselves eh? but but it's, it's not used eh? and and our husband is, is working all day uh, with with the tech company and we really want to contribute to our new society because these people let's say they buy houses eh? they they get mortgages they they they, they put the kid, the kids to school so they they've chosen to stay here so I really, really love this, this, um, yeah, this, this project. And uh, when Stan and uh, Tom Kivi and Christian Lepik were in Eindhoven, uh, I, I introduced them to them, and that they also see that these initiatives they're really difficult to, let's say, to put in teleport, <laughs> because they they don't fit in a in a data kind of format, but they can be of really high importance in the choice of a of an expat family. It, uh, so it's life's more than that you have to pay uh, 60,000 whatever uh, your money uh, college money for the kids uh, in another country it's free to go get them to to uh, to college but there are also kind of different criteria that they take along that 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 makes up the choice where they uh, where they go. Right. Well, hopefully other cities will learn from this and start doing it as well. Yeah. expatspousesinitiative.org I think. So check it out. All right, so you have experience in both city and country branding. So mm. are they different? And if yes, then how different is it? Like, is it harder to build a brand for a whole country compared to a city, or are they pretty much the same? Mm, I think with my experience of my Estonia project, uh, I think that the, the nation branding is even more difficult um, because it's even more different kind of stakeholders that, that are involved. So the, the city is, is in like, like the situation here in Eindhoven, uh, our community understands that we made choices. Our, our project was called uh, He Who Chooses Gets Chosen. It was actually the name of the project. Um, so the citizens understand, okay, so we put these things in the shopping window and we don't tell them that we have all the other good stuff in Eindhoven, but we only put into the shopping window where we actually uh, get people uh, to, to acquire talent, uh, to get people to, to come to us and, and companies and students. Um, but in a nation, it's 
it's there's an even more diversity of components eh, that that could be put into the shopping window and then when you have to make those choices um that's that's quite a debate to 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 explain uh, how to do that so so my my experience with with Estonia was that you have to come up with a, a very versatile solution eh, to get everybody on board um very low level uh, e- easily adaptable uh, concept uh, whereas I think in a city you can go a lot deeper, uh, making much more sophisticated campaigns because your target audience is f- much more clear than for a nation. Right. So this might be a difficult question, but is there a point during the brand creation process when you can say that, it's okay, this is now done and it's successful? Or is it more like constant progress and improvement based on how the environment changes or how the people change? Yeah, it's it a great question because we're now actually in the middle of being audited by uh, by our city huh? because the situation of, of Eindhoven is uh, that we are kind of a separate uh, organization, but we only have one client huh, being the municipality of, uh, of Eindhoven. Uh, we have kind of a 10-year contract and we're now in our midterm review. So we had this, of course, this discussion with uh, the municipality uh, of, okay, how do you now rate us? Huh? How do you rate the success? Um, because it's not a just success solely of a of a marketing organization. Huh? It's it's actually a, a success of the whole community. Huh? Uh, if 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 our national local airport goes does really well, we can hardly say as marketeers that's because of us. Huh? Or, or the hotels are doing well, so you can have two ways. One way is let's say like okay, what would have happened if we weren't there? Huh? That you wouldn't have one single identity and one really single tone of voice and one uh, way of, of uh, working together and campaigning. And the other thing is that you can actually measure through a net promoter score um, how good you're doing. So we're really big fans of uh, net promoter score. Yes. So we asked our uh, stakeholders, uh, would you recommend Eindhoven as a place to work? And that's something that you can actually can measure and that you also can see over time how if that uh, increases or decreases. Again, you keep answering my questions before I even ask them. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's okay. Um, I was going to ask whether there are certain things you use to actually measure the success of branding. Like, is it the number of people who have moved there afterwards? Yep. Or yeah, also and mix, and you you measure your. Uh, what we also measure or match is how will people stay, man? Because let's say a decade ago. Uh, people would go come to Eindhoven, eh? also the, the good talent, and and but after four or five years they would hop on to the next. Eh? They would go to to whatever Silicon Valley eh? for being or Cambridge. Eh? Those, those or also because those places also have uh, a lure. Eh? They they are sometimes if you go to Helsinki, which is quite something different than Eindhoven. Eh? I know that uh, sense that eh? from from being there. Um, and now let's say ten years later in the current days, we found out that these. Uh, talents and the families they 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 now buy, buy houses so they 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 tend to stay which which makes us really uh, happy but also introduces uh, issues because they put their children on the local school instead of the international school <laughs> so um, so all the local teachers now has to deal with uh, multilingual uh, education suddenly um, so that's a very interesting uh, kind of uh, side effect of of the of the success. So that, that's, that's also what we learned. It's really difficult to upfront uh, manage all these things. You 
you really have to adapt uh, to, to the situation. Right, so you mentioned in an interview um, that a brand needs to be future-proof. Yeah. So how do you make something feature-proof? Yeah, first, the, the, where we kind of we had a situation with the Financial Times. They did a survey and uh, uh, on behalf of the foreign direct in, investment uh, ranking. Yeah? So which places in Europe were the most interesting places to put your money, yeah? to put it bluntly like that. And to our huge surprise, uh, Eindhoven ended up on number three. So it was London, Helsinki, Eindhoven. <laughs> so we were, we were like, whoa, wait a minute, what's going on here? So but that was fantastic. But we then kind of started a campaign which was called Future Proof because now we have the proof. Right? We have the actual proof in our hands that Financial Times has said, you're number three. So that was really good. Um, and I think to be future proof as a, as a wordplay is more that we tell people that come here for study or for, for work is that it's no longer, uh, uh, let's say, a one-trick pony uh, area, which was used to be very much dominated by one company, by Philips. And now it's, it's, it's a huge ecosystem of tech companies. So if you, um, you can move uh, along between those companies um, and still stay in, the, in, 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 let's say, the front end of, uh, of tech and uh, technology. And that's actually uh, a bit of the future proof is that you, uh, also adapt on the the platforms that are really really uh, hip and happening you could say in uh, in the world so here is a lot of focus on smart materials on uh, on photonics uh, which is really an important uh, domain uh, uh, additive manufacturing i think we have a really great company here now that only makes metal printers uh, and they their the launching customer was airbus industries um, a lot of med tech here, advanced materials, semiconductors. So that's that's the domains that we kind of focus on. But there are also old domains that have a, you could say, a really profitable future because they're all the domains that really will dictate next generations of, of technology. Now, all the things you just listed, it seems to be a very talented city. Yeah, it actually is. And, uh, <laughs> and I think this, this story of a talented city, huh, that's, I really like it that you say that. Because that, that's actually what, what a lot of cities strive for, but um, yeah, maybe try to tell that they are, but, but being it is, is really something different. And, uh, and we have the luck that we can tell it, but also can, can prove it. All right, let's talk about Estonia for a minute. You became quite the sensation last year when you literally just rolled in and gave us your country branding idea, which was the astonishing brand, I'm going to call it that. Um, before we get into that, how did you become connected to Estonia in the first place? Mm, yeah, in, 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 in different ways. Well, I once was on a cruise, yeah, so you only see the old town Tallinn. Um, and I think, whatever, three years ago, not exactly three years, I was on a conference in uh, in, in Rovaniemi, in the, the, that's in Finland, uh, and it was a conference about only using social media in digital marketing. And so it's 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 a really interesting subject. Eh? Can you use Instagram and Facebook and Twitter to build a brand uh, uh, as as a as a destination brand? And there I met uh, uh, a lady. She's called Sharde Rabas. She's from Enterprise Estonia. And she's from, you know, of course, Estonia. And she, uh, we had a discussion and it went up on Skype. And, and I, I think I blunted out, oh, yeah, Skype test that Swedish company. And, and so oh. she almost uh, hit me with the handbag like uh, a matter of speech. I said, no, it's, yeah, it's Estonian. And, and I felt such a fool at a certain moment. And so she really intrigued me. And 
to add a little bit about it, I have a really big fondness for uh, uh, Wi-Fi, yeah, so uh, wireless. Uh, so I own hotspot.nl, and and I know that yeah, Estonia is very much into wireless uh, technology, wireless communication. So at a certain point, so she told and she told, and I got so interested, and I thought, why don't I know this? <laughs> Um, and another thing that I found out is that uh, doing research, uh, I found out that Estonia is actually a bit like Eindhoven. Uh, it's, a, it's a small uh, community which has a huge effect on the world, um, but at a certain point, nobody knows. So, yeah, I, I had a lot of free time on my hands uh, in, in the evenings and the weekends. So, and I had the luck uh, that this Est idea really very quickly after meeting uh, her uh, came about. So I decided yeah, to put my money where my mouth was and just to um, yeah, to make kind of a, a PowerPoint presentation of, hey, we could use this this est idea like that. So I sent it to her, uh, to Chardé, and then she said, yeah, I'm also running around with this idea called Simply the Est. Um, so it fitted really well, uh, our way of working together. Um, and then it uh, took uh, us uh, two years to get accepted. <laughs> To cut a long story short, so it was initially very quickly created, and and the fun is because it took so much time to get it accepted, I I kept on working on it, so it got better and better and better, and then when it was launched, it was like it was almost completely finished nation branding. Yeah, I remember when it was launched. Yeah, we launched it during Latitude, actually, with with a a focus on Latitude 59, uh, because AI was there, and... uh, and Stan also used it into the, in the speech of uh, of the Prime Minister, of Mr. Royvas. So it was a really cool launch to have it endorsed by a Prime Minister from something of a Dutch guy 2,000 kilometers away. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good start, right? Yeah. <laughs> It was it was quite interesting how it was because it was like this this guy just shows up with this thing and as far as I saw the feedback was really 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 good. So how did you, how did you feel after kind of presenting it and giving us your your idea? Like how did you how did you feel from the feedback? Was it mostly positive? Were there some bad things as well? What was the impression to you? No, no well, yeah, no, no. I think that the, the, what really positive was was the reaction of the people. So they, they put on a poll on the Postimes uh, newspaper online, and, and the poll had in the end ten thousand five hundred people reacting, which which I think is huge eh, compared to uh, the number of people living in Estonia. Yeah, it's like half. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> so, but it's huge. So in either of the Netherlands, uh, our national newspaper, when they do a poll about Dutch football, it, you get five thousand reactions. And here, this 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 poll about nation branding, uh, the the the, uh, the project of the Dutch guy. How do you like it? And ninety five percent was positive. So it was the best score I've ever had in my life with ninety five percent score on on, on anything. Um, so I think it uh, really struck a nerve. And and what I found out is that that it really raised also awareness for place branding in Estonia. That people actually, on a positive way, were thinking about identity and and. Not who we are, but also how others perceive us. And so this was my kind of my perception on on Estonia. And uh, so that was the positive part. There was also negativity because people thought, like, why is he doing this? So is it like a Trojan horse? So giving the whole thing for free and then and later on he'll start sending the bills or when it gets accepted. So I really had difficulty 
explaining people that it's it's actually a fan project. It's just it's done out of, out of love. It's done out of out of maybe also to prove myself that I still as a designer can design. Uh, and I don't want to be only the commissioner. I also want to use uh, my own Photoshop and Adobe Illustrator and. Uh, and, and write my own text, and, and and I really liked my own project. So it's like a pet project for myself, which which turned haywire. You know, with our history, we're very suspicious all the time. It's nothing yeah, personal. Yeah. We just don't don't trust people a lot. No, so so this why is doing this part? I can I can really relate to it, uh, but at a certain moment, it it should stop. Yes. So one day I was the million dollar guy. So I was like, oh, wow, I'm a million dollar guy. And the whole project has cost me whatever, $3,000 uh, almost now you know, on tickets and, and travel. And uh, and the million dollar part was like, hey, he's going to sell it eh, for, or, or he's going to do all these lectures where he's got paid for. So, but people, yeah, I think the, 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 the people at the agencies, the, the, they, they embrace it enormously because they said, hey, now we finally have something that we just can use. <laughs> Yeah, on the next day. And this usability part, uh, I think that's in the end where you should focus on in, in place branding. You have to make something that is gets adapted and adopted by people. Well, give us five more years and maybe we'll start trusting you. <laughs> um, I, you know what? I'd say getting like 10,000 people answering a poll and what, what did you say? 95% positive? Like that's already some kind of record for sure. Like I don't think I've seen that happen before. Yeah, it is. But, but, but the mentality is still the Eindhoven mentality of sharing, of giving. And if you really were here in, in my town, you would see a lot of these things. That people actually see somebody is, is, has, 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 a, has a situation or has, 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 has some guidance uh, that would help. Then we actually, people don't start with, with a commission or start with a rate card. They, they just do it. Uh, because you really, that, that's kind of in our mentality. It's how we've grown up here in our town. And so for me, it was the most normal way of, of, of working to, to send it out. Uh, so I, I could, couldn't even relate to this whole thinking of why he's doing this, uh, what's in it for him. No, what's in it for me is that, that when I walk in the streets in, in Tallinn and people come up to me. So yeah, that's, it, that's what's in it for me. And I have now lots of friends. <laughs> so the fun part and, and I get on, uh, I have to, got to speak for, for Sweatbank for, for 1,200 people. Uh, for all their personnel to to inspire them uh, to to tell them that actually one person can be really really meaningful uh, to to a larger whole, and that's actually a belief from Eindhoven that we really believe that a single person can have a huge effect on society. Right. Well, I really hope we learn from your kind of state of mind. Um, so I wish I could do this podcast without discussing the new official branding for Estonia, which was presented here last week, I believe. Yes. So it. instead of one symbol this time, which which kind of I feel like we've had before, we had the welcome to Estonia symbol sign idea. So instead of this like one thing uh, sign or a logo, it was it was a toolkit, um, images, fonts, and other kinds of assets that people can use as they wish for their own campaigns. And um, I'm sure, sure you're aware, uh, I'm sure a lot of Estonians are aware the presentation of that new branding idea was a bit of a mess and there's been a lot of drama around it, which, you know, is the fault of many different aspects. And and I know you've already talked about your issues with, with this uh, branding idea in an article as well, but if I asked you right now to kind of tell me what would bothers you most about it where do you think we messed up a little bit and, and, and those are big words and eh? messing up uh, because 
And w- what I wrote about it, I think the visual uh, quality is, is really high. Uh, it's, 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 it's fantastic. The, the bits of it I'm, I'm even jealous about. For, I would have loved to use it for Eindhoven. Um, I think what, what has happened is that is what I constantly tried to communicate also to the, to the team was uh, it's push and pull. And so, um, uh, yes, if you make the pull part good, huh, so you have this fantastic identity and you have a toolkit that everybody can use and uh, that's really ad- adaptable, which is, I think, really is important. You also have to, to include the, the push part. Huh? So how are you going to tell this? How does it really look in real world? Um, when I did the astonishing, I, I, I also did a lot of before after. Eh? So uh, this was the old ad. This is the new ad. This is the old website. This is the new website. So that that also the people that that judge you can see. Okay, it actually has effect. Eh? It makes things better. It gets things more adaptable. Um, so I think it's it's become a, yeah. What I said is a bit, a bit more style over substance. Eh? So. From it's it's for it's for designers uh, by designers. That's actually difficult, dangerous because you have to design something, which is being has to be used by by your community and because businesses has to pick it up. And I think they they I think they they got uh, short in time, and they kind of were pushed to release this phase uh, too early. Um, yeah, and I think from brand management part of of I think that the designers were. Too much in the lead, and that the the commissioner um, from Enterprise Estonia more focused on process than actually on the on the deliverables themselves. Um, I think the thing that happened here in Eindhoven was that we also had a situation of a of a generic team uh, um, uh, working together, but in the end the commissioner is in the lead. Uh, the, the the client is king, and if the client uh, goes more into the process. Uh, let's say a role, and less into the content role, then then yeah you, know, you you have something where which we have to maybe the adaptability is not that that as you wanted it. That's what I see from from process and also from experience. But I do love the style and and yes yes I'm a bit uh, I don't like it that they uh, use est more in a decoration way instead. Yeah, instead of use as as the superlative, eh? like smartest, wisest, uh, and they have really some examples in there in there that they could have used it eh? by by making the the sentences different. Um, and yeah, say they didn't. So uh, if it's only a part of the word Estonia, yeah, you, I could say I'm really proud that it's being uh, adopted, but it's adopted in a different way than actually the astonishing project was uh, was set up for, and and they didn't they neglected the word astonishing. Which I think is you know, a missed opportunity because it really worked well. Okay, so I'm not going to call it a mess anymore. I'm going to call it something nice. Um, a hiccup. We had a hiccup. Let's call it that. What do you think we should do now to kind of make this hiccup right and and do it do it mm, better? You know, I think if what's really important is also that the the end client should be um, really aware. So in the end, it's not an enterprise Estonia job. It's a, it's a, like I said in the beginning, you you do this for the whole nation. So in the end, the ministry is the client, and the ministry gives a job to enterprise Estonia, saying build me your national branding, and they give the job to to agencies. That's that's the the real world situation. So I think the the the, the ministry of economics should should really have to look at itself and and say okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is this now the when uh, they think they should be the ones that that would assess it now? Huh? Is it fitting or not? 
because in the situation of Eindhoven, if the branding, sorry, if the branding is there for attracting international talent, uh, and you have a really strange house style, yeah, you could say so what? Eh? Because the, the locals don't see, don't even get to see the the the, the, the identity. But if you make an identity that has to be adopted by all local businesses, and that, that, that is your core uh, target audiences. And I think that, that there has to be communication yeah, to, to people that have now raised their voice, that they also put their money where their mouth is and say, okay, this is how we're going to make it better. Because I, I really trust that the, the core is good. Yeah, but you can't mix up... Um, let's say smart and open with a boulder. It, it, those are things that are opposite. Um, if you say we are the pioneers, and then you show pictures of people with their backs turned to you because they are pioneers, eh? they were actually walking in front of you. This kind of visual frame doesn't work because people see somebody turning their back against you. So that's what I mean. It missed some kind of. It now needs some kind of. Reality check, and I really think this 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 joyful part, eh, the the inside humor, the black humor, the the warmth that has to be included in into the identity. Right. I don't know about that. I uh, I heard the words joyful and warm right now, and I'm like, where 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 is the joy and warm? <laughs> but it's nice to hear that you think that. It's really nice to hear it. I really love the humor of Estonians. <laughs> we do have a lot of good dark humor, though. I do agree with that. Yeah, fantastic. Sarcastic. Oh, so sarcastic. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Yeah. My, my ancestors are Scottish. I really like this kind of uh, English humor and that, that, that's a bit yeah, uh, related to, to this uh, way of yeah, making jokes on, on things and putting things in perspective. Uh, but I, 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 when I recall my speech for, for Swedbank, and I had the whole room laughing just by showing them, and uh, let's say, Estonian examples. Of and how in, I, I see them and how I played with them with the S concept. So, so if you only make people's corners of their mouth go up, eh, saying "Hey," th- then you get into somebody's mind eh, and and make them laugh about it or make them think about it. And uh, the, let's say the, the the people from Iceland can do it. Eh? They make all these great movies and great uh, campaigns that people think, "Hey, this is a strange place, this all Iceland." Eh? Well, and they are kind of familiar in their humor and familiar in that kind of uh, tongue-in-cheek uh, uh, dealings so it, it can be done it, it i don't think it's something that's estonian man. maybe it's much maybe more nordic but this translation into real humor is is yeah you, you it's it's in in you huh? but somebody has to get it out okay so if there's anyone listening who happens to be in charge of this or, or involved in the process get it out <laughs> yeah and you're also laughing. I am. <laughs> I'm not sure whether it's a sad or a happy laugh. Um, it's a sarcastic laugh. No, it's it's not a sarcastic laugh. No, but maybe sometimes this is a phase that you have to go through and that people know, okay, but I think if, if you do it uh, together, you, you actually have to do it together. Huh? If you say you're open, be also be then real open in your, your process. And, uh, and, and you can invite everybody over and say, look what we did. Uh, but that's not how it works. It's inviting everybody. Look at what we did and how we can make it better by involving you. And I think that's the part that, that's how we, we, we learned from Eindhoven is that this, this process of, of building a brand, uh, it, it's actually, uh, uh, yeah, like I said, it's, it's a project involving your community. But you also have to give them room not only to judge you, but also to, to change you. And, uh, and maybe that's also not an Estonian mentality thing. 
but I, if I would have shown you my very first uh, idea when I sent it to, to Chardet, it's, it's very different than the final one. Because I also got all this feedback and I asked Kaspar Corius, what do you think? And I asked Christian and, and Stan, what do you think? And I, I interpreted their, their comments. I got a lot of help from Tartu. I really, really love Tartu as a city. Um, and they're also very outspoken and direct, saying, well, Peter, that's wrong. So, okay, nice. Thanks for telling. <laughs> so I can take it out. I can make it better. And that, that kind of communicating is so important in this brand building process. Well, we'll try and I'll report back how it goes. Yeah. And I saw, like I said, launching a brand is an art in itself. <laughs> and that's something that you really have to do with the professionals mm -hmm. there and, and have a good strategy how you do that. And, uh, and that can make you or break you. And, and that, that's, I think, a bit what happened if they, they wasted too much time on telling how good they are as a nation. And then the last third or quarter of the presentation was the final uh, product. And then launching it on a Friday, then nobody can, can deal with it on the next day. That, I think, is, is, is not clever because you really have to launch on a Tuesday. And then you have a whole week that you can communicate. And then at the end of the week, the storm is over and then everybody goes back to their work. <laughs> and now these things will drag on before you know it. So I've got two more questions I want to ask, and they're both a little more lighthearted. Um, so first of all, besides Eindhoven, um, can you bring me an example of great city branding anywhere in the world that you really admire and you think that's really, really well done? Oh, no, and I have a, a, a short list. Uh, we were in a magazine in, in Korea, and, um, and to my uh, big surprise, all the ones that I favor uh, utmost were all in the, in the same magazine in, an, in one article, which was fantastic. Yeah, so the, the, the number one is, uh, of course, is uh, Melbourne, which is being done by uh, Lander Associates in London. Um, it's actually the, the, the city identity. It's actually not the city marketing identity. Um, that's something that in Eindhoven we really focused on because we only made a single identity. So we used the same uh, logo and language, visual language, for uh, dealing with our citizens as dealing with our target audiences. And usually cities make uh, different identities. Um, so Melbourne has, but has the, that's a fantastic one. Uh, Porto is, is, is a really you know, interesting one to look at because the city of Porto they have this language of these tiles, uh, ceramic tiles, and it's done really elegantly, really beautifully. I think it's it's one of the, the graphically one of the best in um, in the world. Uh, Peru has a, has a really good nation branding uh, as a nation uh, with a with a really nice style. And there's one, and I forgot the name now. It's an Italian city. Um, it's not Brescia, but it's something in that area. Um, they they played with the a lot more like symmetrical uh, images, and I'll, I'll look it up for you if I can I can find it. But my my top list was always Porto and Melbourne, um, being being really really uh, good in and consistent, uh, showing the 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 legacy and the history, and still being very modern. I'm I'm just thinking of. Uh which cities we have on Talbot cities. And I'm pretty sure we have both Porto and Melbourne on there. 
And if you let me know what the Italian one is, I can check for you as well. Right. So, and the second question I want to end this with is something that we asked from all of our podcast guests, um, which is a very general question. So in the world in general, whether it's in your area or whether it's anything else at all, do you feel like there's something that bothers you that someone should go ahead and fix? Like anything at all? What's something that you wish someone just got up right now and fixed? You know, I think the only thing, is, it's, it's what I think bothersome uh, a bit, is the distance between academia and the practitioners in the, in the world of place branding. And there's actually quite a gap between that. And if you look at more like consumer marketing or fast food, uh, sorry, sorry, fast, um, fast moving consumer goods, um, marketing, uh, sports marketing, yeah, what my previous job was, or business to business, all these areas, they have a really close fit between academia and the practitioners. And, and what I sense in, in this domain, there's, there's quite a distance. And the one part really wants to theorize everything. And a lot of practitioners only go for the, 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 the quick, short uh, result. So there's actually quite a gap between those, uh, those two. And, uh, and there are a lot of initiatives to, to combine those, uh, like, like uh, Destination Think and, and Think Digital, because they're also showing that you know, what you theorize is, is changed so quickly yeah, because of social media and programmatic buying and all these, these different ways of, of influencer marketing, um, that kind of overhaul uh, theory before you know it. And that's, that's something that, um, yeah, I won't say not bothers me, but, but I, I really sense that there's a lot of, of improvement in that, that, that domain. Okay, fair enough. So, all right, we should definitely wrap this up now. It's almost an hour. Um, thanks a lot for finding the time to chat with us and best of luck with Line Home and everything else. Yeah, and you, you're really good luck with uh, Teleport. Eh? Thank you for contributing to our uh, Eindhoven case, which I also think is uh, worth commenting you for. No problem. See you soon. Yeah, bye-bye.